Good morning. Happy Saturday, May 16, 2020. Uh, I wanted to do a special Saturday Thoughts in honor of the class of 2020. Uh, As we all know, the COVID-19 crisis and the ensuing virus has stopped the world dead in its tracks, literally. And as we are still struggling here in the United States to begin to reopen, we have 88,000 of our fellow citizens who've now passed away due to this terrible virus with more expected. Today is a day that I hope brings us a little levity, a little joy, and a little celebration. Uh, Former President Barack H. Obama, number 44, will deliver a national uh, commencement address tonight, uh, Saturday, May 16th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it online at graduatetogether2020.com. Again, that's graduatetogether2020.com. And President Obama is going to be the speaker for every high school graduate uh, out there who may or may not be able to have an actual ceremony, who may or may not be able to walk. I know I have a niece who is a high school senior. She's the apple of my eye, Michaela Nelson. And uh, she's in New Jersey, which is one of the hardest hit states in the country. And I know that uh, we're all uh, chomping at the bit. And we're hoping that by uh, mid late June, when uh, high school seniors normally graduate in New Jersey, that they'll be able to walk and we'll be able to see her graduate. But if not, I know I plan to watch this with her tonight and encourage her to tune in at graduatetogether2020.com. Again, if you have a high school senior, uh, please sit down with your family, get dressed up, maybe put together some graduation stuff and, and some balloons and do your social distancing, but watch it. Put it on the big screen as I plan to do. Um, make sure you're on Twitter and social media and you're tweeting the hashtag Uh, It's going to be a big day. It's not every day that a high school senior has a former president of the United States of America give a commencement address. So congratulations to the class of 2020. And I know that this has been difficult. I can't imagine starting my life out of high school back in 1985 when I was graduating. Wow, I'm old. Or in college uh, in 1990 graduating um, from college. And my commencement speaker was actually Sandra Day O'Connor, who was of course, a pretty new justice at that time. She had been on the court for about a decade. And um, I remember being excited to see someone of her stature and and just the awesome moment that it is to know that your hard work is paid off. So today's podcast, I wanted to just dedicate to the the class of 2020. And I want to give you a couple nuggets of wisdom that I hope you'll take with you. And I'm going to take some of these out of the woman code, some out of my first book, but some of these are are just common sense. And I wanted to share with you this morning because I think it's so important that as you start your journey, you you get some things to look forward to. One of the first things that I would tell you, young people, as you start out this journey, particularly in a difficult climate like this, where many of you have been accepted to college or you're going off to one of the military academies or you're going into the military or you're going to start a job or whatever it was that you had in mind to do, um, that's been interrupted. Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty right now. So one of the first things that I want to teach you and leave you with this morning is number one, be resilient. Be resilient. Of all the things you're going to need in your life as you go forward, being resilient is going to be there from today till whatever day you leave this earth. You're going to need to have the ability to get back up again and again and again and again. 
Life is going to throw you curveballs. Life is going to be unkind at times. Life is going to be unfair at times. You're living that moment right now. But life is also wonderful. Life is also a blessing. Uh, There are great joys that will also come in your life. So be resilient. Don't quit. Don't be afraid to get back up again. Don't give up on you. Don't give up on life. Don't give up on love. Be resilient. The number two thing that I'd like to share with you today is know your value. Uh, When you're just starting out at your age at 17, 18 years of age, there's nothing more important than knowing your value, who you are, uh, which is evolving, what you want, which is evolving and will change over time. Trust me. But knowing who you are is something that's just core about what kind of human being do I want to be? Do I want to be an agent of love, an agent of light? Uh, Do I want to serve? Do I want to give? Know your worth and know that no matter what you've been through, no matter what family you come from, no matter what your background, I don't care if you've been in foster care your whole life, you are worthy, you have value, you are not rejected, you are not denied. This is a new beginning for you. And I know that President Obama is going to hit it out the park tonight talking about this because knowing your value is the very essence of how you win at living. It's knowing that no matter what others tell you, you have worth and you have uh, something to contribute. Number three, teach people how to treat you. We teach people how to treat us. Uh, One of the biggest things I would go back to my 20 year old self or my 18 year old self and tell her is Sophia, in this life, you're going to meet a lot of people. And in this life, you're going to meet people who are wonderful and amazing and who will love you and celebrate you and honor you. And then you're going to meet people that are going to be users and takers and they're not going to have your best interests. You're going to have false friends. Your family is going to be one of the greatest sources of stress in your life and sometimes upset. And so one of the most important things that I can tell you is, is that you decide how you let people in your life and around your life treat you. There's never anyone anyone. I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, best friend, whoever that has the right to mistreat you. You set boundaries. You set the tone. You decide what's okay for you and what's not. And that is so important. You teach people how to treat you. Young women, if you're dating a guy right now in high school and that guy's abusive or disrespectful, get rid of his butt now because he's no good and he's only going to get worse. No man ever has the right to put his hands on you ever for no reason. Don't make excuses. Stop it when it starts. Move on. Get away. You deserve better. You teach people how to treat you. Young men, if you're a good man and you're hardworking and you're honorable and you want to treat that young woman with respect and dignity and you want to quarter and do everything that a young man should do and she wants to chase bad boys and she wants to be on TikTok and doing all this other stuff and wilding out, that's not for you. Move on. You teach people how to treat you. And if you can learn this at your age, life is going to be easier for you. You will make a lot of mistakes along the way. That's okay. That's normal. But one of the things that's very important for you to do is to set boundaries about what feels good and what doesn't, what you like and what you don't. As I like to say, no is a complete sentence. There are times when you need to say no. Learn that early. Always be respectful. Always 
try to treat people the same way you want to be treated. But folks, you have got to learn these core things now, because if you can set these boundaries now, if you can learn these things now, you're going to go much further than me and Oprah and President Obama and everybody else that you may hear from during these commencement addresses and virtual proms and all the things that everyone wants to do for you because we love you. We want you to have better. We want you to do better than we did. We want you to to respect yourself and honor yourself and take care of yourself. So it's so important that we teach people how to treat us. Another thing that I'd like you to learn, and this one I learned from my grandmother, uh, Dora, who passed away 20 years ago this year. I miss her every day and I think about her all the time. Never cut what you can untie. Never cut what you can untie. That's a big one, folks. Um, There are times when we need to, particularly your generation, I'm going to pick on you here for a moment. You guys text a lot. You do social media. You've learned to communicate very differently than your baby boomer grandparents or your Gen X parents. You've learned to communicate by not communicating. You guys are quick to block, delete, unfriend, and to, to ghost. I want to tell you, that's not a good way to live your life. I want to encourage you to instead learn what you need to cut and what you need to untie. All that simply means is don't burn bridges. There are uh, times when people make mistakes. There are times when you're going to make mistakes and you're going to need grace. You're going to need lots of grace. You're going to need lots of love. You're going to need lots of covering. And you have to be able to give that same thing to others in your life because relationships are complicated. And if you can't give people some slack, you're going to find that life doesn't give you much slack. The next thing I want you to learn following right on the never cut what you can untie is have courageous conversations. It is so important that you find a way to talk, not text. Texting is not talking. Talking is an audible conversation between two or more human beings where you are listening, where you are speaking, where you are speaking, where you are listening. And don't just listen to respond. Listen. Have courageous conversations. Say when you don't like something. Ask for what you need. Don't be afraid to push back respectfully. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to talk to mom and dad about things that happen in the house that you didn't understand or that you didn't like. Don't be afraid to to put your cards on the table respectfully. Say what you need. Say how you feel. And then allow that other person to have that same opportunity. Does that make sense? Have courageous conversations. You guys are a generation of people that are very quick to cut things off. Like I said, you're very quick to, to, to just communicate in a way that's short and that's not going to serve you well because people are more complicated than the 10 seconds on the text. People don't always know your meaning when they read it in an email or a text or on um, the Instagram or however you're communicating. You've got to have this connectivity. You got to be able to look in people's eyes. You got to be willing to sit down, have a cup of coffee. You got to be willing to listen because it's going to bless you as much as it does other people. Uh, One of the next things that I want to talk to you about, and I don't want to be too complicated about this, but I think that it's so important that you be authentic, be authentic. Well, what do you mean, Miss Nelson? Well, I'm glad you asked. Being authentic means being you. It's similar to knowing your value, but it's different. 
Being authentic means you're not trying to be a copycat. You're not trying to grow up to be like somebody else or walk in somebody else's footsteps or live somebody else's dream. No, you have to be who you are. You have to pursue your dreams. And, you know, I learned this uh, from from my youngest niece, in fact, who, uh, you know, I would have chosen a different path for her. You know, aunts, uncles, mothers, fathers, we all want everybody to go to college and we want you to be doctors and lawyers and engineers. And and, and it's because we want the best for you. And it's because we we've lived and we know that it's important to have a stable profession. But, you know, sometimes... Uh, you have a different path than mine. Sometimes that's not for you. And I admire her courage and being willing to uh, walk her own path and to say, that's not what I want. It doesn't mean I have to agree. It doesn't mean that I think that that's the best way to go. But you know what? At the end of the day, you have to live authentically. You have to be true to yourself and you have to honor yourself. And if you can start that young And also be willing, young people, um, in this being authenticness, you have to be willing to listen to good counsel. You have to be willing to listen to your elders. You have to be willing to sit down and have those courageous conversations. Do you see how this flows? You can still be you. You can still know your value. You can still be authentic. But you have to be willing to listen to wisdom Because somebody that's lived 40 years longer than you or somebody that's walked down a certain path or or talked to a woman who was a young woman that had a great career path and then she found herself uh, a single mom all of a sudden and now she had to provide for children and she couldn't finish her college degree or she couldn't go do the things she wanted to do. Those things can take a toll on your life and it can take you a lifetime to try to get it right. So it's so important, young folks, as you start out this journey of graduating high school, that you take a moment to think about what you want, where you're going, where you want to be when you're 25. Where do you want to be when you're 35? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be married? Do you want children? Young women who are going to law school, med school, engineering school, getting your MBAs, all those things are wonderful. But if you want to be a wife and mom, you're going to have to make time for that the same way you're going to make time for your studies. You're going to have to make time for relationship. You're going to have to carve it out so that you get everything you want in its due season. And I think I'll end with the most important thing I'd like to tell you today, high school graduates, and that is I'd like to teach you this important code because it is the most important of all. And that is knowing your circle, knowing your row. Who are your friends? Leadership Principle 101 teaches us that the five people we spend the most time with in our lives determine the trajectory of our lives. Sit with that for a moment. Sit with that. It's powerful. I like to tell the story out of Mark chapter 2. And you can read it for yourself. Mark chapter 2, 2. It's a story in the Bible about friends. And these friends have a friend who's paralyzed and has laid on a mat his entire life. And his friends hear that Jesus is coming into town and they say, hey, why don't we take our friend here and take him to meet this Jesus guy? Because maybe he can heal him. Maybe our friend can walk. So these friends go to their friend. They tell him what their plan is. He agrees. They pick up his mat and imagine picking up one of your friends on a mat and carrying them. We assume there's three or four of them and they carry him to Peter's house. 
Peter's having a gathering and Jesus is there, but everybody in the town has the same idea. They're coming to see Jesus. They want to get healing. So what do they do? When they get to Peter's house, they can't get in. And the Bible records that they had a problem because what were they going to do? Now, some of your friends, your fake friends, and some of my friends would have left us and they would have said, look, I tried to bring you here. I tried to help you, but can't get in. Gotta go. I'm out. That's not what these friends did. What these friends did was they picked up his mat. They carried him up a hill and they cut a hole through Peter's roof. And the Bible records that they lowered him down. And in lowering him down, it stopped everybody in the crowd. And Jesus saw him and he got healed. And the man walked for the first time ever. What's the moral of my story? The moral of my story, young people, young graduates, is this. It is that you better get some Mark chapter two friends in your life. Some of you have friends in high school that you have been with since you were in kindergarten. Some of you are going to go off to college. You're going to pledge fraternities and sororities. You're going to create new friends. But the friends that you grew up with, I can tell you firsthand, I'm in my 50s and I still keep in touch with people I went to grade school and high school with. You better get some good friends. You better get some friends that will pick you up when you're sick that will feed you, that will care for you, that will lend you money if you need it, that will help you and develop you and love you and befriend you and 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 care for you and encourage you when you're down. There are going to be dark moments in your life, like I said, and about the being resilient. There are going to be tough moments. Have good friends. Have people that stick with you even when you aren't right. Have people that love you even when you're not lovable. Have people that are going to be in your corner no matter what. And be that same person to people who love you and who are there for you as well. My young friends, you're about to embark upon an amazing new journey called life. And on this day, as we celebrate you nationally on this graduatetogether2020.com, I want to encourage you again to uh, make sure you listen to President Obama. I want to encourage you again to make sure that you um, really think about what it is that you want and where you're going and what you're doing in this time that you have some downtime. And uh, I'm so proud of all of you. I'm so proud of you, Michaela. Uh, And uh, I'm looking forward to what you do with the rest of your life. And I'm here if you need me and we're here if you need us. And all I can say is, is that um, I know that this is tough. I know this isn't the the senior year that you all wanted. I know that you wanted the prom. I know that you wanted uh, the great graduation and you're entitled to that and you should have had that. So uh, First Lady Michelle Obama, former First Lady Michelle Obama is doing a virtual prom coming up in a few days. Make sure you tune into that. Like I said, former President Obama is going to give a national commencement address tonight at 8 p.m. Graduatetogether2020.com. Please tune in with your kids. Please listen with your kids. And I want to encourage all of you to uh, take some time this summer, have some fun, uh, make sure you're wearing your mask, make sure you're social distancing, um, make sure you're being responsible because we want you to live a long and happy, healthy life. We want you to to be around to tell the story to your grandchildren someday uh, when you were in your 60s and your 70s and beyond and you're talking to your grandkids and you're letting them know about the great pandemic of 2020 and how it impacted your senior year and changed some things for you. Uh, I just wanted to dedicate this podcast to you today again. um, I remember being your age. I remember my graduation like it's yesterday. 
and I wouldn't have traded it for anything. And so I'm just so excited. And thank you, President Obama, for what you're doing. Thank you to everybody for what you're doing uh, to bless these kids and to encourage them. I thank you. Uh, God bless you. God keep you. And God bless the United States of America.